What's going on guys? We are at an undisclosed location here at Alico Arena. It is Saturday night. Um, we had just left the game. UMBC pulls out a late one, 65-61. Um, we're kind of just sitting here a little bit shell-shocked. Um, here with Russell, Elliot, and Brian. How's it going guys? What's up? It's going good. I mean, not great. <laughs> the weather's going good. The weather's good today. That's about the silver line for today. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, guys, welcome into our post-game pod. Um, we just played UMBC, and um, I want to say there's a lot to look forward to from this game, like last game, but such a different scenario this time, you know, coming from... They came from behind. Um, we were up by, what, 12? We were up by 10 in the first half, we're up by at the end 12. of the first half. And at one point in the second half, yeah, up by 12, and then it just kind of collapsed with about five minutes to go. But, yeah. um, I mean, you know, it's it's definitely different a different feeling than from the first game. You know, first game is we're down the whole time and down by a lot, and it's like, oh, but the second half, look, we, we paced, you know, kept pace with St. Louis. This game, it's we, like, obviously played better than them for – Almost all of the game. and Dakota Rivers just walked by, and he heard you say that. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, what's up, Dakota? You rebounded really well tonight. I think yeah, that was job. eight rebounds, and I'm not even looking at the stats right now. You should look it up, actually. I'm curious. <laughs> I, got I, did. I got you. I got you. It I is eight. I just found it. Wow. Yeah. I did, I did kind of take note about how well he was rebounding. <laughs> right. It was good, and he had that one vicious dunk. Anyways, mm. back on track. Back on track. Um, you know, this game, we played better than them. You know, both teams were meh in the beginning, and... But after the first, you know, eight to ten minutes of the first half, we played great. Kept about, you know, double-digit points ahead of them the whole time. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's, oh, we're only up by five and there's three minutes left. Well, let's start pulling away. You know, let's let's get back to double digits and end the game. And it just went the opposite way completely. Yeah, looking at the team stats, you know, this wasn't a very pretty game for either team. I mean, UMBC shot 34.5%. We shot 30%. Both teams struggled offensively. Um, we did get a couple more rebounds than them. Um, but I think where we did fall short was just that second half defensively, not getting those second-chance rebounds. Hmm. Um, it was just kind of hard to watch those last, you know, seven, five minutes. Yeah, and it just seemed like shots just weren't falling for – Caleb Caddo and Zach Scott like they were all of last game, honestly. And, mm-hmm. I mean... Um, and Caddo started the game really hot. He had yeah. a stretch in the first half where three straight possessions, he had seven points over those possessions. He had an end one on a nice drive that he finished on. Uh, he made three free throws in that stretch. Uh, he was looking really hot, and then in the second half he cooled down quite a bit which is unfortunate because we could have used his shooting in the second half. So is this a – I might have to explain myself. Is this an FGCU loss or a UMBC win? Oh, definitely FGCU loss, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, I mean, tell me if you guys saw it differently, but we were just clearly better than them the whole game. We had every opportunity to take that double-digit lead and make it bigger, you know, make it a 20-point lead, not a 10-point lead and knock them out of the game before five minutes left where we're tired and sloppy and we lose it. But we didn't do that, so then, you know, the end of the game comes and and a couple foul, fouls don't go our way. Uh, you know, 
we don't get those rebounds that we need to secure the game. We don't make the shots we need to ice the game. And because we didn't put them away early, they're they're still around and they did it. So, what's everyone's thoughts on you know stepping in there for the post game presser? Uh, hearing a little bit about Brian Thomas's injury and a little bit about Malik Hardy, I guess having a little injury. Yeah, yeah, we guys we got some bad news. Um, went to the post um, game press conference and um, one of our our buddies and Eagles Nestcast podcast shout out to you guys um, asked a question about that we were all thinking is like where is Malik Hardy where's and Brian where is Brian Thomas yeah. what is going on <laughs> it's super frustrating um, as soon as I heard that I I was just like wow that's not good yeah so just to you know you can go check out the, the presser they'll I'm sure they'll release it um, to the public mm-hmm. but you know when talking about the injuries it was I guess Brian Thomas's injury, you know, they weren't going to disclose any specifics, but as far as time being missed, they're not sure if it's going to be, you know, a couple weeks um, or if it's going to be, you know, quite a bit of time. Uh, for Malik Hardy, uh, Michael Fly specifically said that they expect him back within the next few weeks. Um, so that's a little bit more encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, though, besides those two guys, Finding out about tra- the whole Tracy Hector deal—that was, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess he's kind of—he kind of came over, um, and he's—he's he's kind of been injured the whole time, um, to the point where he's not practicing and really hasn't been, and, and isn't going to. Yeah, and and <laughs> might not this whole season. He's just going to be like, a, okay, let me study up as hard as I can mentally, and then play for you in the games. But what's especially surprising to me about that is how like his communication is actually really good. Mm-hmm. You know, usually if you're if you have to rely on the the sort of mental side of the game not be able to practice it then you know you go to you go to play and you know you're out of sync with the other guys but he's actually looked pretty good to me so yeah I mean I would never have guessed that he's not practicing yeah that's I don't know if I've ever heard about that as something as a season-long plan Mm -hmm. for someone to just not practice because they're hurting but playing in games it's interesting. I hope that it works out. Um, the I guess you could say they're doing a load management plan on him. Yeah, I can understand that situation if, if we're desperate for bodies. Um, and in this case, we might now that Brian Thomas and Malik are out for an indefinite amount of time. But it is still kind of kind of odd. We'll have to monitor that and see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, we had some really good scoring from our guards tonight. I mean, Cato, Scott, and Warren are both all in double digits mm-hmm. was it uh 12 Cato had 15 Scott with 11 and Jalen Warren with 14 mm-hmm. good production so, so that was kind of a Scott bright spot. Scott kind of shot not very efficiently but yeah. you're gonna have some of those nights mm-hmm. where had we won tonight I think I would be I'd be pretty pretty pleased uh, you know I would I'd I would have a lot to take away, but now that we lost, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm in this weird... That's a really good point, actually, because, I mean, before we started losing, which was three minutes left in the game, my whole time, I'm thinking, hey, we're having a really good game. Every single player is playing either as good or better than we did against St. Louis. This is real encouraging. And then just because of three minutes of basketball, my, I mean, I guess our opinion shouldn't change about that. It's just, it's unfortunate we lost, but I think there's still stuff to take away for sure. I think there's a lot to take away and a lot of positive. 
like there's a lot of positive things to take away because like you said like i was feeling that way i'm sure everyone i don't know can't speak for you guys how you were feeling before we gave up that lead in the last three minutes but i mean you know you think about us giving up that lead but everything else i mean i'm pretty happy about it it's just a matter of being a young team and you know if you think about it through that lens um of you know a lot of those guys haven't faced um even having a lead yet in d1 basketball so you know you got to think about it like that too i mean there's a lot there's a lot to hope for because of how we were feeling and how you know what they were showing us in the in the whole game basically um until they gave it up it just shows that they just don't really quite know how to handle having the lead yet or closing the game out the last thing i'd like to kind of bring up is kind of concerning as well is the fact that our starting uh four and five only had a combined three points yeah so Quanzi samuels took one shot missed and rainwater took one shot made it and a free throw yeah i mean i definitely want to score more <laughs> with with the fours and fives the bigs but at the same time i'm happy that i mean when you look at the st louis game there was really not much statistically to take away from that at least you know you can watch this umbc game and and see kwanzi dakota rainwater see them rebounding the ball aggressively they see still them. need to take more shots definitely well i mean not if they're not open but they took a combined two shots between right. the two guys but That's i also i'd be mad if they were taking shots and getting swatted I'd be in, you know, taking bad looks. But I think we need to feed it down low to them, at least to give them a chance. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost we like... We can't put it all on like guards every night. It's almost like we're living and dying by the three or, like a, or jump shots. Our guards are I carrying like, right now. I mean, it's only two I don't games, love being... That's going to happen, honestly, for yeah. at least the first, you know, quarter or third of the season, though, just with the way our team is. I mean, it's, it's Scott and Cato. That's who we have. And Warren looks to be improving, too. Yeah, I feel like it's something that's going to come with time. Um we're having to play a lot of freshmen um and then we're also bringing in freshmen off the bench to replace freshmen um so i i feel like yeah we can't expect too much from them um uh, until they've had enough time to at least get their feet wet um like Quanzi samuels he uh he he looks like he just needs a little bit more time he doesn't look comfortable out there um but he's showing glimpses he's he's playing hard um, I think it's going to come, um, but yeah, Jalen Harper, he came off the bench as a freshman, scored five points. He was two of five from the field, made a three. Um, I like seeing him dribble. He, he's showing some promise running really the court. Is. Um, so I, I think that we're, we're seeing some good glimpses from some of these freshmen. But yeah, hats off to... UMBC, I mean, at least to Darnell Rogers, he had <laughs> 21 points leading all scores tonight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, good for you, man. <laughs> yeah, good for Darnell. We know. Yeah. If anybody's listened to our our first couple of pods, uh, you know, you know that uh, that we're fans of Darnell Rogers. Yeah. So. Yeah, we like him. All right. Well, uh, the guys are uh, about to fly out to uh, New Hampshire or wherever. Quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. We got a Monday night game. Um, we'll have a post pod for you on that one as well. So they go to uh, Dartmouth, Dartmouth. Um, <laughs> be on the lookout for our emoji jokes <laughs> for that game. Um, yeah, it was a it was a disappointing night overall, but I think there's a lot to take away. 
um, in our loss tonight. But um, all right, guys, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Go Eagles.